Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode features my friend Armani G joining us again. The conversation today is about what gets you right. Rising rituals, things that you do every single day, every single morning, or at least set the intention to do it every single day that gets you into the right mindset, the right heart space, and the right mode to smash through your day. I know me. I do my best every single day to get up, to say thank you to whoever it is that you thank, the magical being that moves you through the day. I also meditate each day. I do some journaling and a couple of other things. So sit back, get comfortable, take a few long, deep cleansing breaths and join us for another conversation. Hey, babe. Hello, hello there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am out here, um, actually parked right here off of Ocean, looking out at the water over here by the bluff. Right. And it's a trip because it was so foggy like 10 minutes ago, and the sun is like slowly creeping out. So that's looking good, though. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. But um, no, I was. I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, what you do first thing in the morning to kind of get you right for the day and like how, how whatever that looks like really actually does have an influence on like the course of your day or the flow of your day, the energy of your day. And I know for me, like getting out to the ocean at least once a day, whether it's in my car or taking a walk or if I have a bike available, riding a bike is like something that if I miss out on it, it totally jacks up my flow. But, um, but yeah, but before I go into mine, I just wanted to check in, see how you're doing, uh, something exciting that you might want to share with us today. And then we'll dive into the topic. Well, I'm off today. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I've just been relaxing and just doing actually, you know, spiritual work all day, you know, some me time for myself. So that's been pretty good. That's good. That's it, it's 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 much needed time. No hell, responsibilities, dogs at home, like, oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's, it's, no, that's really important because, you know, the thing is, I think a lot of times we, um, we forget as we get caught up and wrapped up in our routines that taking the time, taking a day, taking a week, if you can afford, you know, to, to use the time to really like reset and check back in and kind of really have like a day of self care. Like on social media this week, I've noticed a lot of women are on their cycle (laughs) at the same time, which is kind of funny when you look at like the people you follow on social media, like everybody on their period at the same time. Um, (laughs) A lot of people, a lot of women have shared things on social media about like the importance of being able to take a day to care for your body when you're on your cycle and just the importance of being able to take some time to care for yourself every day before you actually go and plug into the outside world because definitely you know how it can it's called yeah it's like a reset button you know we get caught up real quick and especially women you know we're caregivers we're so busy um making sure everybody else is all good that it's hard for us to take a moment and just kind of breathe for ourselves. Yeah, I totally agree. So why don't you, if you will, kind of walk us through what your 
I call it a rising ritual. Uh, sometimes the word ritual makes people think of like woo-woo witchy shit, but ritual is just a routine. It's just another way of saying it. <laughs> um, but what do you what do you do first thing in the morning or as you're waking up that kind of gets you into the right mindset or heart space for the day? Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, the first thing I do is probably stare at this the ceiling like, oh my God, okay. you know, a bitch got to get up. But... <laughs> <laughs> like you know again, again another day yes okay. like oh my gosh this day isn't for me y'all <laughs> these are the hardest days but take for instance today today I'm off I'm up at six o'clock like why <laughs> why but when I have to go to work I, I have to literally you know drag myself out the bed but the things that I like my my intentions that I'd love to do um that's kind of like what I consider my, my spiritual self-care is definitely pray. I give thanks. I read my daily devotions, which I also post on my Instagram every day. Um, I, I, I make affirmations. I post affirmations. When I post affirmations for other people too, I feel like I'm reaffirming them for myself as well. Um, I would love to meditate every day, but I know that does not happen. Um, You know what? I can't say that it doesn't happen because I do set aside moments even at work where I'm just like, stop, you know, and I do give myself a moment to breathe and maybe say an affirmation to refocus myself or something like that. And I do consider those little moments, even if it's 30 seconds to two minutes, a meditation. Right. Um, you know, even walking my dogs. I walk my dogs every morning. It It is like the highlight of my day now. Um, I used to dread it back in the day, but now it's just, I'm on a whole, you know, new level with it. It It's like almost like instead of looking at what's in front of me, I'm looking at the horizon. Right. And when you right. look at the horizon of things, it takes you all out of the everyday type of, of shit, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you could be at, at the ugliest park ever, but if you look at the horizon, the horizon is always beautiful. Yeah, I like that. No, that's really mm-hmm. cool because I like how you said that you used to dread, you know, getting up to walk the dogs, but now it's like actually something that you look forward to. And I know for me, I used to dread just waking up before the sun came up because like you said, when it was waking up to go to a job and at the time I was waking up to go to a job that I didn't necessarily love. So when that alarm clock went off in the morning, I was like, fuck. Like when people are like, what's your first thought? I was like, yeah, oh, seriously, you know I mean? you're like, like rolling your eyes and everything. Like you should not. <laughs> right. And I was like, and I had to really get super mindful about that because, you know, your first thoughts, your first vibration, your mm-hmm. first words, is your, those are, you know, setting the tone sets it. rest yeah. of the day, girl. Yes. Exactly. So then I was like, okay, let me work on that. Maybe waking up first thing in the morning, like, fuck, should, could become like, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, thank you. Thank you, whoever you right. call, whatever you call it, universe, spirit, God, Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Fred, whatever. Um, thank you. Because I realized that every day genuinely is a gift, you know, and you made a good point when you said no matter what's going on in your, you know, immediate life, 
that if you look out beyond that and you look at the horizon, you look at the possibilities, you look at what's coming, what's your manifesting, what's on its way, mm-hmm. then you can't help but be grateful for that. You can't help but be in a vibration of appreciation as soon as you actually wake up and take that first big breath. And I think for me, my rising ritual started off as just one particular thing. And then I gradually added things onto it as I felt like I could commit to just the one thing. And I started with meditation Uh, about a year and a half ago, another friend of mine in the healing community kind of gave me like a bit of a challenge and said, you should start meditating every day. And before that, I would meditate like whenever I was going to teach yoga or I would meditate while I was practicing myself or when I went to agape, you know, meditation there. But it wasn't something that I was intentionally doing on a daily basis. But then when I started doing it on a daily basis, I recognized that not only did it get me into a really great physical space, like physically sitting it got me into a really great mental space and it created that that opportunity for like that spiritual conversation to kind of happen. And over time, I gradually added more things onto it. So now my ritual is sitting as soon as I wake up, like maybe get up, go to the bathroom and then come back and sit, you know? Right. I usually have my meditation cushion right next to wherever it is that I'm sleeping so that there's, I have to essentially trip over it before I can, you know what I mean? I can't do anything. Exactly. So Yeah, I've always like really idolized and, and honored your dedication with that. That's amazing. Thank you for that. It's it's definitely it is a it is a practice, you know, just like yoga. Um, it is definitely something that takes a lot of discipline because I even had to go as far as instead of using my phone as my alarm clock, I had to utilize something different as an alarm so that I would not have the excuse of like grabbing my phone and then starting to like scroll or read or post or whatever. I was like, let me just not even use that as my alarm clock. Let me just give myself a yeah, little more discipline. You have to, you have to, you have to know what works for you and what your distractions are and all of that. And, exactly. and, and really just, you know, give in into wanting to accomplish these, uh, rising rituals, you know? Right. I really, and, it, and, and you know, the thing to keep in mind is that there are days where I skip it and I feel it. I feel it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like how some people are like, oh, I'm nothing without my morning coffee or I'm nothing without my morning blunt, whatever your life is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what your things are (laughs) that can you right? And no shade, no shade. No shade. Hey, I used to do both. Okay. Precisely. Right. Uh (laughs) I'm like, this meditation, this is some new shit. This is some new, new where I don't need anything outside of myself to be able to you know exactly that part Mm -hmm. so do you yeah and go ahead oh no I was gonna say do you feel like the days when you skip it that you feel it's the only thing that's on my mind and it's like a inner guilt also it's like you Mm -hmm. feel guilty that you did not do those things yes definitely um you know I work for the past like couple of years now before I, I started back working like in the medical fields and with that, it's very fast paced days, you know, like just super fast. I can't even explain it. Like no breaks, hardly no lunches type of lifestyle, you know? And with that being said, like I really take my mornings, um, 
I, I can't say very serious in a spiritual way, but I do have like my to-do list of things that I like to accomplish, like, you know, praying, giving thanks, daily, daily devotions, walking my dog, daily to-do list, making breakfast, just things that's kind of like my self-care, but it's still a struggle. And I'm being very honest and transparent with, with this <clears throat> in regards to, you know, my rising spiritual rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, now what I have done, because when you're talking about taking into evaluation what works and what does not work for you. Um, I was like, okay, it's really hard for me to get this going in the mornings. So I just kind of reversed it and it's my evening rituals. Nice. You know, it's a little bit easier for me to actually sit down at the end of the day mm-hmm. for myself and, you know, do some affirmations, do, you know, my to-do list for the next day, you know, meditate a little bit and just really spend that time um, with my inner self after work you know knowing that the day is almost done you know yeah I actually really like that idea because that's that's actually a goal for me is to be able to establish uh like a end of the day you know kind of like you said something to do like a wind down you know kind of thing like maybe not with like actual wine but like a wind down hey Um, I mean I I, I like the wine idea too you know what I'm saying like Give Wind me a cup down. of Maker's Mark and, and sit down and do it. You know, you yeah. do, you do, you do what's you, but you do it. <laughs> right, exactly. Because I realized that like, I have a super active, you know, brain, a super active mind. And sometimes it's really hard for me to wind down and go yeah. to sleep. And it helps, I mean? you know, that, um, it really helps to quiet the mind and it helps to set the intentions for the night and the next day. And on top of it, um, I'm the type of person that when I go to sleep too, if I was having one of those days because I missed some of my rituals throughout the day and I wasn't able to meditate or do affirmations or even read my daily devotion, I'm definitely that person that at night I'm putting on some type of raising my vibration music and sleeping with that shit all night. I like that. Because I'm not going to allow it. If you don't fix it, it will carry on to your next day. Yeah, I remember like you it telling me will. that before. Yes. Yeah, I remember you telling me that before. Something about you shared something with me that really stuck, and it was kind of paraphrasing that like whatever you take with you to sleep is what you wake up with. Yeah, whatever it is, it's almost like like the case for people as well. Whoever you right. sleep in bed with, you gonna wake up with that. Well. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying? So be, be mindful of that. Be mindful, but, and also be mindful of what you're watching on TV when you sleep. Like yeah. seriously, you watching. I know there's been times when um, like action movies or, you know, even news, like news is very draining. So if you have that on all night, you may wake up with this low energy and low vibration and you're wondering why that is the reason why. Yeah, that's really powerful. You have to clean your space. Yes. Yes. Clean your space, clear your head. And and I thank you for sharing that because I actually started doing something like that as well, where I actually just went on YouTube and looked up uh, binaural beats is what exactly they call it, where That's it's it. like, you know, certain sound because, you know, sound, yep. sound, sound mm-hmm. is energy and sound, mm-hmm. sound creates, is healing. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it creates vibration. Yep. And so if you're like you said, if your vibration is being altered because maybe you didn't have the best, most productive, you know, outstanding day and you want to give yourself a clean slate to wake up with the next morning. I really like that. And, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to make more of an effort to incorporate even just one element of my yeah. rising ritual into my evening ritual and mm-hmm. sitting 
in meditation. The reason why I started doing it during the morning time is because I realized that as soon as I do take that first morning breath, that my mind is like, okay, let's go. And like 60,000 thoughts come rushing to the fucking surface. And it's like, they're scouring for my attention. And sometimes I get super scattered. So I notice the days when I skip it, when I get to like midday and I'm like, what the fuck is going on today? Why am I all over the place? It's like, oh, I didn't sit this why. This is why. I didn't sit. I didn't journal. That's something else that I do in the morning that's really powerful that I do commit to doing that every day is journaling. And I have a lot of different journals for different things. I have gold journals. I have a dream journal, but I have something I call morning pages, which a lot of artists, there's a book called the artist way. And the author talks about when you're a creative or if you're a healer, whoever you are, it's really for everybody, but to keep a notebook beside your bed or a sheet of paper or whatever. And after you wake up in my case, after I wake up and sit and meditate, I start writing and it's like morning pages and it's just free writing. Whatever is on my mind, anything that comes up during meditation, thoughts, ideas, this podcast came through some morning pages, you know, like it's, it's a way to kind of mind dump at the beginning of the day. And I can imagine doing something like that in the evening could be pretty powerful as well. Definitely. Yeah. It, it definitely um, just gets you to that space. And I, I, I'm a believer that we deserve this. You know, this is something that you're doing for yourself. You're, it, it's your own self-care, you know, and it's very important. So if you're figuring or wondering why things are going this way or nothing's changing, this is why. It's because you're not giving yourself this time. Right. Do you feel like your environment influences like your ritual, like where you are, like when you're traveling and stuff like that? Or do you feel like you kind of stick with it no matter what? Um, no, the environment definitely uh, messes with it. Uh, where, where you're living, all that. You have to, again, create the space. You know, even if it's taking your notebook or something to the bathroom while you take a shit. You know, you do, you got to do what you got to do. Like, seriously, if that's the only time that you have, then do it. You know, on the real, there's some times when, you know, even at work, I, you know, I bring my phone to the bathroom or whatever the notes is on. And if I want to give myself some affirmations while I'm in there for three minutes, then that's what I do. I write it down because every time that we dedicate to ourselves helps us move and evolve spiritually. Right. When you have your, when you use your affirmations, do you read them out loud to yourself? I do. Yes. And, um, yeah, so I write them down and I read them out loud. Okay. And I go back even I'm not reading them out loud every time, but I definitely revisit them throughout the day. Okay. Do you find that you feel differently when you read them out loud versus when you just write them? Um, now that I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I know that um, it, you know, there is a, a saying about speaking it into existence, mm-hmm. you know, so I do know for that to be powerful and maybe so. Yeah. But I feel like writing down is just as good. Right. Because when no, you're I writing think- it down, you're also, you know, speaking it. So to, so to, so to speak into existence as well. Oh, absolutely. so both are very powerful tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they say, you know, as it is written, so shall it be. Exactly. Phrase of somebody, somebody famous said it. Don't know who it is. Look it up. Okay. Um, Right. But as it is written, so shall it be. So that's why I am, like I said, I agree that 
I journal, I write things down. Even like one of my sisters talks about very powerfully how important it is to write down not only your affirmations and your Mm -hmm. intentions for your heart and soul, but also to write down your goals. Yeah, everything. I feel like if it's not written down, there's no such thing. People say this all the time. It's in my head. It's in my head. Okay, it's in your head, but did you complete it? Right. (laughs) I I don't think so because it's been in your head for over a year. Okay. And, but when you write it down, (laughs) but when you write it down, it's something that happens. Like you see it and you want to cross that shit off, you know? And when you do, it's, it's like motivation. It's an energy boost that, that makes you continue to go down that list. And you, you actually see your progress, you know, in your head, I just, in your head is bullshit. Well, in your head is it's a it's a stage of manifestation. You know, you feel it and then you think it, you write it down for a point of reference, for a reminder, you speak it out into existence, you share it with other people, and then you sit back and watch the manifestation unfold. So Yeah. So I if agree. you okay, so in your head is not one hundred percent bullshit. But it is <laughs> 100% bullshit if you don't if you do the steps after. Exactly. exactly. You know? Yes. So, yes. yes, in your head is a wonderful thing because that's where your visions and your creativeness and your ideas come from. But if you are not taking the steps, like, shit ain't just going to happen. No. You know, God and source and Jesus and, 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 and who you honor does amazing things. But they also want to see that you are doing something for yourself. Absolutely. And like, I like what you said about the feeling of being able to go back and cross that shit off. Like there's no feeling better. Well, there's lots of good feelings, obviously, but there's, it feels really good to be able to go back to uh, your to-do list or to go back to a list of goals and to be able to check that shit off. Like, oh, I did that shit. Yeah. You know, or just to see where you are or were spiritually or whatever at that time remember when I was sharing with you and I was going I found my journal from like 2013 yeah or 20 and I was like girl look at this right <laughs> you know like I you know it, it's just amazing and it really does it serves like I journal I've been journaling since forever I've been writing since forever you too and I think that when you go like when I go back and I look at old writings or old journals from the past and I see the growth, you know, in myself, like the things that I used to be afraid of, or the Mm -hmm. things I used to, you know, avoid, or the things that I said that I wanted for my life. And like, I think I saw something on Instagram recently, I was a meme that was like, remember when you were praying for what you have now, like, remember that, you know, and that's another reason why I include the writing element into my ritual is because I like being able to go back even a month and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was really going through whatever that was and right. now I'm on the other side of it, you know. And I think that, like you said, the visions that we have for our life, the goals we have, the experiences, it all starts with the way that we think. It all starts with the thought. Everything begins there and everything kind of fleshes out from that point. So it's important to be able to have something that you do every day that before you go and plug into the outside world that fills your cup you know like they people say wise people say one of my coaches would always say that you can't get you you know you cannot pour from an empty cup you can only give from the overflow so for me the importance of having like a rising ritual a practice a spiritual ritual something that you do every day whether it's in the morning to get you ready for the day or the night before to get you ready for the night before and the morning and the day that you do so with intention 
because that's what fills you up. Because if you go out into the world and you're half full or half empty, however you want to look at it, then how are you really showing up in the world if you're not full? You can't really give to other people. You can't support other people. You can't teach. You can't grow if you're walking out in the world like I'm on like a quarter of a cup. I don't even exactly all the way, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> what are some of the um what are some of the things that you listen to or something some of the things that you read? Like are there certain books that you read from for your devotional or some things you want to share? Um so my yeah. devotional books, there's a few and I don't even have the other one that I really, really like on me today but um not really I just you know the one that I'm reading right now is called new beginnings so it's 366 devotions okay and it's the the Lord's mercies it says the the Lord's mercies are new every morning Mm. which you know it's just a I love to start my day off reading reading that um you know I I can honestly say I wasn't I didn't grow up very religious Mm -hmm. You know, my family didn't force me to go to church, let alone, even though they did, they were brought up that way. And I think that's why they were so relaxed with us. Mm. But, um, so what it did for me is that, uh, it created this feeling of when I, I was around people who did go to church all the time and knew the Bible, like the back of their hand, you know, that it made me feel insecure about Mm. even, you know, reading the Bible or just, you know, like, oh my gosh, I should, I should be there right now. You know, I should know these scriptures from the back of my, of the back of my hand like that. But, you know, it just didn't happen that way. But to this day, um, you know, it's not even about that. It's just about knowing that your source is um, there for you and here for you always. So as long as you're doing something, you know, is a is a great thing yeah no I appreciate thank you for sharing that because of course my upbringing was the complete opposite um I feel like we practice every religion except for Mormon and Buddhism at some point when I was a child we went from being Catholic to Baptist to hardcore Baptist my parents were deacons by the time I was in college and so I went through Catholic school where I did, you know, first communion and mass every Wednesday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and, you know. And see, we were brought up Catholic, right. So I went to Catholic school in kindergarten. And I'm going to tell you right now, it, it, it was pre-K, if I'm not mistaken. And we had the Bible class. This was something else that scared me away was because the nuns literally had the rulers to spank that ass if you yes. did not know yes. the verse. Okay. Like so when I saw that. Knuckles. If you right. didn't know it, like, my nuns were even fucked. When, like... <laughs> uh, when I saw that, and you know, I didn't study it. My my family didn't force me to or anything like that. So when I got asked the question, I didn't know, and I was like, you know what? I cannot go back there uh, anymore, Grandma. Take me out of this school, you know. And maybe that was a whole nother childhood, you know, thing. I gotta, I had to overcome, you know, in regards to getting to know my source better. Yeah, but I think you're right. You know, because sometimes the stuff that we experience as kids, especially when it comes to spirituality, yeah, um, it really does have a heavy, heavy, heavy influence on the things that we practice as adults. And I know for me, being raised in a heavily religious environment, a religious household where there was so much attachment to the rituals of that specific religion, by the time I was old enough to start to make my own choices. I was like, I don't want to do anything that remotely resembles any of that shit. 
So right. I'm going to do the complete opposite. I'm not going to be like an atheist because I definitely believe in God and creation. And I know that there is a source that flows through all of us. But it took mm-hmm. me a long time as an adult to take that journey where I went out into the world and was able to find, like you said, what works yeah. for me and create my own practices that really do give me that sensation, that feeling of connection to source and connection to spirit and that guidance. And those are the kinds of things that for a long time, I didn't think I was ever going to have because I've steered so far away from the religion that I grew up with and the rituals attached to those. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And then for me, not being brought up in it, but, you know, we grew up Catholic. I was I still had that urge to want to know. Mm-hmm. Like I knew spirit and source was within me because it was forcing me to do. I would go to church by myself at like 16. Mm. And I would go, I would try all these different churches out, you know, to see which one felt good for me. I did self-help classes with spiritual practitioners. And we were talking 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. Wow. I almost graduated from Agave with my spiritual practitioner license. Wow. So, you know, with things like that, and I was the youngest person in class always. Wow. That's pretty dope. I thought about going through spiritual classes when I first started going to Agape years ago and then, you know, did other things or whatever, but that's pretty fantastic. And I like that story because I think that when you allow a person, a child to find their spiritual path in a way real and authentic for Mm -hmm. them, it really does give you such a solid foundation because I know for me, a lot of what I struggle with as an adult was a lack of faith. And a lack of an ability to feel connected to source, to spirit, to God, whatever you want to call it, because I felt like it was forced upon me at such a young age that it was just something that I had to do to appease my parents, not because it was something that I really felt connected with. Now, with the practice I have now, when I don't do my warning, my rising ritual, when I don't sit in meditation in the morning, when I don't journal when I don't read from the yoga sutras every single day it really does affect me on a spiritual physical and emotional level and I can only imagine oh this must be how people feel when they really feel connected to source to spirit oh yeah that happened much later in life so yeah that's pretty amazing definitely thought about going going into that like going down that road again as far as oh like- yeah like spiritual practicing <clears throat> definitely um I definitely want to try it again you know and uh I was so young when I did it I I, I think about like dang what if I would have graduated then? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like how amazing but what it was was that I still had to experience so much to be to have my own story yes you know Yes. Um, I have my own story now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm way more connected than I was back then. I understand it now. Right. I can relate. Whereas then it was almost like just doing a course. I get yeah. it. Right. You know? Right. I'm doing it. You know, right. I can answer these questions and I can talk the talk. Right. But, you know, do I feel it? No, I feel it now. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what is really beautiful about coming into, like you said, coming into a place of understanding because it's one thing to be able to recite all the books of the Bible or to know Mm -hmm. every, every sutra or to know the book of the Gita from cover to cover. It's one thing to just know it, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. to understand it and to absorb it and to develop a relationship with it. 
is what I think is the whole point. You know what I mean? That's what gets right. Us but um, but yeah, girl. Well, I know that we can go on for days. Yes, we can. <laughs> so we're gonna leave them till next time. We will All share right. more next time. But um, but again, I want to say thank you again to you for taking the time for sharing your story, and I know that it's gonna inspire somebody who hears it. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. So really, this is Armani G. Tell us how to find you again on social media. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram. It's Armani G. That's A-R-M-A-N-I-G-E-E underscore goddess yogi. Awesome. Hit me up. Get those daily devotions and affirmations every day. Yes, you guys. Because for real, she does. They're in her story. <laughs> okay. Don't know. No bullshit. They're in her story every day. And I love it because it gives me so many different tools. It's like, here's your daily devotion Mm -hmm. and, you know, representing the Lord's mercies. And then here's your affirmation to rock out. You can say your affirmation to yourself in the mirror. Louise used to say, speak it to yourself in the mirror. And it kind of creates another vibration. Exactly. Some tips about listening to binaural beats or other changing stuff before bed. (laughs) I'm going to start doing. Hey, yes. I hope you guys are inspired, empowered and positively impacted. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. Love you guys. Peace and blessings. Okay. Well, 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 I don't know about you, but I am totally inspired to not only continue practicing a rising ritual, but to actually incorporate a ritual in the evening to get me right before I go to sleep. Armani made some really good points about being cognizant, being aware, being mindful about what it is that you are putting into your mind and putting into your body before bed, because whatever you carry with you to bed is what you wake up with the next morning. And that includes people as well. (laughs) But to be mindful about what you're watching on television, what you're listening to, and to maybe be a little bit more aware and to maybe choose something that's enlightening or inspiring or exciting. (laughs) The damn washing machine, dryer sound going off in the background. It's all good. Keeping it real. Thank you from the peanut gallery. But nonetheless, I hope you guys are inspired. I hope you guys are empowered. And I hope you guys are positively impacted by what you heard today. So I look forward to having Armani G join us again in the future. In the meantime, I appreciate you for taking the moment to listen. It's time to wrap this up and I just want to say very sincerely thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day and I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now in this moment I see the light, I see the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity and the pure joy that shines within each of you and I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste.